Hey, what up, Pick Freaks? Welcome back to the pod. Today we are discussing Dennis's latest pick, the 2015 Broadway musical Hamilton, written by and starring Lin-Manuel Miranda. This musical is now available for streaming on Disney+. Please note, the version on Disney Plus is a filmed version of the actual Broadway musical and not a live-action full-length movie. Okay, on that note, let's get into it. Astro. Yeah. Sun is down, freezing cold. That's how we already know when it's here. My dog will probably do it for Louis Bell. That's just all he know, he don't know nothing else. I tried to show him. Are you wearing it the whole time? Yeah. Oh yeah. So just for the record, Dennis I is wearing a King George outfit. Um, it is, I can yeah. testify that it is his Halloween yeah. costume from yeah. last year, yeah. so. Yes, I sang karaoke in this, specifically the. You say the fight of my life was the fight you're willing to pay. All right, why, why don't we start talking Hamilton? Uh, there is no need to introduce Hamilton because it took the fucking world by storm when it came out. And I think everybody should know what it is by now, unless you're some bush light drinking hillbilly out there in the middle of nowhere. But Dennis, remind us why you picked Hamilton. Um, for some reason, like six years ago or whenever it came out, 2016, I was watching the Tony Awards and... Uh, why? Some, I've never, only I've ever watched it. And I remember seeing, they did the, the opening act, the opening song. And I don't know, something, it was, I was in a good mood that night because it just stuck in my brain. And so I listened to only like the first two songs. And then I finally saw the play. And then I've watched it a few times on Disney+. Plus. Which I've realized whenever I've watched it, I've only ever lasted an hour. I haven't watched the ending of it <laughs> probably since I saw the play. It's a good get home from the bars, watch an hour of it. <laughs> like, yeah. The first hour is great. Yeah. I, like, perfect. So, yeah, I picked it because I know I knew Owen didn't see it and I wanted something a little different. So, before we get time. Owen's thoughts, have you watched the Tony Awards since? No. It's the only <laughs> time I've ever watched it. Yeah, I don't know. I do like plays though. I've come to come to like plays a lot. Is that the right term? It feels it feels so like little kiddish plays. Yeah, theater. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, and so what were your thoughts when Dennis picked Hamilton? When he picked it or my thoughts overall? Yeah, or just like your thoughts on Hamilton before you watched it. Go on. That I would definitely never <laughs> have watched it in my entire life. And I didn't even know that it was out on anything other than Broadway. I didn't know that there was. I thought it was going to be a movie, not a recording of a play. Oh, <laughs> that's an interesting perspective. It, before you even like turned it on, that's what you thought? That's also not crazy at all to think that it was going to be an actual movie. No, no, I don't think it's crazy. I just think it must have been like a sh- shock for you to be like, like, getting ready to watch a movie and then all of a sudden you're like oh what the fuck am i watching (laughs) yeah yeah i thought i i thought i had the wrong one (laughs) (laughs) where's the drama where's the action um my thoughts on it were just i always was a anti lin manuel miranda the corniest human being on the planet um so i was just like kind of a hater on it for a long time did you know him before this 
I did. I, I listened to a podcast about him or with him a long time ago, right after that one play came out, that one, his first musical, the, um, the one about Harlem. Do you know what I'm talking about at all? Uh, yeah. Like in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That one. And I, he was just a dork on the podcast and it was, he was talking about like how he was writing Hamilton and I was about to come out or whatever. Um, and then I just waited for a long, long time. And then finally my girlfriend took me to see it with her mom in Cincinnati. And we saw like the touring ensemble and it was just, I mean, it was good. Like, it's just a very fun theatrical performance. I hadn't watched this one though. So it was so interesting to compare it as like the touring cast versus the actual original cast. So it was just, uh, it was fascinating to see all these people that are now pretty recognizable actors in their first role. It is weird to see like the, cause I saw the off Broadway too. And it's weird to see. Cause it's like, are they just, are they playing the character or are they trying to mimic the original person that played? Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, like the one dude, the French guy has a very distinct voice. And I feel like the guy that I saw was trying to kind of recreate that sort of voice too. Yeah. You know? I definitely got that same experience. Like, the guy that I saw was definitely just doing a Lin-Manuel Miranda impression, not his own take on Alexander Hamilton. Which I think I think that's what you, you saw it live. He saw it in Cleveland, right? Yeah, same with Kevin. Um, okay, so Dennis, you mentioned that you wanted to just get your quick thoughts on musicals and plays in general. So did you have any like thoughts on just... Yeah, I, I was kind of thinking about the raw form of like a play, and I feel like it's a really... It's just so outlandish compared to real life, but I feel like it's a really good way to show emotions about things and like tell a story and show emotions at the same time compared to like a movie where you have to have all these different layers, you know, Uh um, cuts and angles and (laughs) scenes. Um, A play, I feel like, is a lot more raw and singing, I guess, is the one way that you can show an emotion. Show layers of emotion. That was my deep thought on plays. What's your favorite play? <laughs> Hamilton. What's your What's your second favorite play? Um, I don't have an answer for that. So yeah, I mean, I've seen, I haven't seen many plays. <laughs> Book of Mormon. I like that one. Musicals um, and plays are not the same. Like what one is like this really highly templatized thing, and the other one is like way more raw and open to creativity yeah i guess that's what i didn't really realize is plays and musical are completely different mm-hmm. where like the whale is obviously a play and then musicals i like musicals that's the main thing because I, I can watch a musical movie and like that too um i just like the ridiculousness of it i guess it's kind of cheesy but in, it's cool in its own way well, did you know that there's actually like a bunch of people who hate musicals for like that very reason? They're like, this is like so commercialized and so. Oh, and what do you got? Oh, you just hate musicals. But these aren't people like you, Owen. These are people that are like, they love plays. And they're just like, musicals aren't plays. These are like commercialized bullshit. And it's like, no, they're awesome. <laughs> they're just like so good. Like Book of Mormon fucking rocks. And then every other oh, yeah, I hear like a musical snippet. It's so good. Honestly, and Lin Manuel, in he does like a lot of music for Disney movies, Encanto and uh, Moana. Um, those are both <laughs> the music in those movies are amazing. He's 
he's a talented musical writer. I have a lot of thoughts on his performing um, and his appearance, <laughs> just his <laughs> facial structure, really. I have some notes on that. I think he could do a little bit of work on those things. Uh, I just wanted to mention really quickly that, like, yes, I love plays. And the movies that I love are usually like plays. Like, they're more really heavy on dialogue. Or, like, there is occasionally, like, a visual movie that I really will love. But for the most part, like, I just love good dialogue and, like, an interesting grounded storyline. Um, All right. So Hamilton, you know, is about a founding father. And really, I didn't. It's a good history lesson because I don't know much about founding fathers. So I wanted to do a little trivia game where I give you a quote and it's either a founding father or it's Biden or Trump. <laughs> so you have, to, you have to guess founding father or modern day Perez. And if you can guess who said the quote too, you get an extra hundred gex. So you get a hundred gex if you get it right. Can we call it father or daddy or zaddy? I don't know why. I just want to call it that. <laughs> What's zaddy? That's what you call who, daddy. <laughs> who's who is Zaddy and whose father then? Well, there's the founding fathers and then there's Zaddy. Continue with your game. Well, isn't okay. there do our, Okay, I got that. I don't know how the rules go. Okay, I'm gonna say a quote. You have to tell me who said the quote. A founding father or a modern day president. And the only two modern day presidents I picked were Trump and Biden. Gotcha. Okay. Continue. And I I have ten of them. So whoever gets it right gets points. You ready? Points or? A gex. There we go. All right. Number one. Those who stand for nothing fall for everything. Founding Founding father. father. Yes. Anyone have a guess who said it? Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm delayed. (laughs) Kev, what made you think of him? (laughs) I was just reading this book and that quote kept coming up. All right. That's a good one. Okay. The essence of government is power, and power, lodged as, lodged as it must be in human hands, will ever be liable to abuse. Founding father. Not founding father. Z- zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin is correct. Kevin, Damn it. Do you know I, who said it? Um, <laughs> the answer's all going to be Alexander Hamilton said everything in this. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. No, James Madison. Ah, that was my second guess. All right. You ready? Yeah. What separates the winners from losers is how a person reacts to each new twist of fate. Zaddy, Trump. <laughs> Zaddy. <laughs> I would guess Trump, too. I guess Trump okay, too. you guys are both correct. So you guys both get 200 gex. So Kevin's up to 500. All right. <laughs> I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody. I wouldn't lose <laughs> Donald Trump and Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kevin? Founding Father John Adams. <laughs> Founding Father Father John Misty. <laughs> <laughs> you should have worked it a tongue in. twister. It should have been Founding Father versus Father John Misty. <laughs> oh, that, fuck. <laughs> that would have been really Dude, good. Dude, I thought so long about this game. Uh, it changed so many times. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, you guys, Owen got that because Kevin made a joke of it. Um. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, Must be a good one. <laughs> Do you know? Okay. Do you want to know who you are? Don't ask. Act. Action will delineate and define you. 
Founding father, Z- George Washington. Z- Zaddy. <laughs> Are we actually just saying Zaddy every time? <laughs> yeah. I like it. I like Z- it. Zaddy Joe Biden. All right, Kevin gets 100 gex. He got founding father, but it's Thomas Jefferson. Ah! Okay. All right. So we just concluding that Joe Biden has no good, no good sayings. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and founding women are father. Created... Wait, let me finish. All men and women are created by the go go. You know the thing. <laughs> oh shit! Shit. Okay, my bad. Zaddy Joe Biden. Zaddy Joe Biden. You both got it. Oh, that was good. Good. Uh, good trick. This is going to be tricky if you get the one, because I think, um, who's, who are some of the founding fathers? Uh, Alexander Hamilton. I don't don't know. George Washington. Oh, no, the guy that signed it, like John Hancock. Oh, yeah. He also had like a really famous, like, grab him by the pussy quote. So I'm afraid that you're going to use that one. Oh, shit. (laughs) He's like, you sign that paper and you grab him by the pussy. (laughs) Okay. Are you joking, or is that actually yeah, yeah. true? Actually he's, happened? Try, he's trying to throw Owen off. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck did he say? It was that close? I actually had a uh, John Hancock quote, and I'll just read it because Kevin's kind of right. Um, Rosie O'Donnell's disgusting both inside and out. If you take a look at her, she's a slob. How does she even get on television? If I were running the view, I'd fire Rosie. I'd look her right in the fat, ugly face of hers and say, Rosie, you're fired. <laughs> that's Hancock. <laughs> it's gotta be. Oh, that's good. All right, next one. Um, I did everything right, and they indicted me. <laughs> Damn, that was a really fucking good uh, accent, too, Dennis. I've been practicing that one. I just oh. love that long line. It was good. I'm got a little, got a little tear in my eye. That's good. <laughs> All right. Rosie O'Donnell one absolutely down though. That was good. Who do you guys guess? Trump for both of those? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zaddy Trump. I'm giving you the answer. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you say, right. Dennis. What do you guys say? It. Trump for both of those? <laughs> Put us down for Trump. <laughs> All right. One of the most extraordinary parts of the decision, in my view, is the majority rights, and I quote. Women are not without electoral or political power. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot consistently higher than the percentage of men who do so. End quote. Biden. Biden. Oh, shit. (laughs) I did exactly what Biden did. He reads the word end end quote. End of quote. Oh, wow. You just got fucking Biden. I guess that's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got one more left. Um, you fired. <laughs> oh, that's a trick one because I'm sure they all had to fire somebody. At yeah, one point. I think they all said it. Yeah. Uh, who do you guys guess? Zaddy and all the Zaddy. boys. All of them. All of them. Okay. I had it as George Washington to himself when he. Uh, he didn't say that to himself. Resigns. Yeah. George Washington resigned. It happened in the movie. Yeah. Or in the yeah, play. It happened in Hamilton. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that part. <laughs> Because the king comes out and sings a whole song. Yeah. Yeah. One last time. That's it. Um, that was really fun. I liked it. Kevin, I think you won. Add it to the tally. I want to try a Trump impression. What's a Trump quote? I did everything right and they indicted me. <laughs> yeah, I did everything did right and they indicted me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. You sound like a... God, I don't know. I have it. Who you sound like. All right. Let's, let's talk about the actual uh, 
musical we watched, which is called Hamilton. We open up. Uh, it, this isn't in the little. <laughs> Why are you beats. shaking your head, Owen? Because <laughs> I fucking hated it. I hated this thing <laughs> oh, so much. Damn. Well, let, let's try to refrain from using the word hate again. That was a good. Try to th- try to be more articulate with your hate is what I would ask before we get Whoa. into this. Kevin's no, no, I don't. I'm just a little challenge, <laughs> a little challenge, a little challenge. Um, okay, so let's get into Hamilton. Uh, before Act One, they did do this weird thing where they actually showed the pre-opener where they're like, "Please turn off all cell phones and no- refrain from taking photos." I'm like, "Why did they need to add that?" But it is because like it's a get- gets a good laugh from King George, so they couldn't cut it out. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. It, it, put, it felt like I was there. Okay. They got a good laugh from King George. I thought that that was just like the crowd was laughing. No, that's what I mean. Like it, the King George's line there got a good laugh from the crowd. Gotcha. Okay. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? All right. Well, in act one, we're introduced to Alexander Hamilton. He is an ambitious protagonist who eventually becomes a key founding father of the United States. Born in the Caribbean and orphaned as a child, he moves to America to improve his life. And then we hear the song, Alexander Hamilton. Dennis, how does it go? Well, before I start, I, I was going to ask you guys a question about this first song. Zaddy. He sang it. <laughs> no. Um, how does a bastard, orphan, son of a whore, and Scotchman, <laughs> dropped in the middle hmm, of I'm a thinking. forgotten spot in the Caribbean, become a founding father? <laughs> I think we'll uh, answer that question throughout the uh, throughout the this podcast. Finding right? father without a father <laughs> got a lot harder by working a lot harder by fourteen. They placed him in charge of a trading charter, and every day, I don't know the lyrics by heart. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, that was the hook that got me. Is this first song? Just I don't know the way that not even that they're rapping, just the way that every person that comes in has a unique voice is what got me like that first part. I don't know. I love that. And then, and then when he walks up and goes, Alexander Hamilton, my name is Alexander Hamilton. I have a different take. (laughs) I, I loved the opening, the intro. How does a bastard? I love that. But then fucking, I literally cringed when Lin-Manuel Miranda, they shine the lights on him, And I'm like, why is this fucking guy? the star of this musical dude that drove me nuts more than anything in the world i get he wrote it right he's the one that wrote it so and he he decided like i'm gonna be the star of this and the way that one he looks his like the bags under his eyes he just looks like shit everyone else looks they're like all good looking people you could stomach the way that they look he looks (laughs) awful and he's like, you know, I'm going to be one of the only, like, what, is he white? He's white, right? He no. White. He's like Puerto Rican. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, let like, me look. He's, the, he's the, he, he, all right. Yeah, maybe, whatever. He looks the whitest. And then he picked people that weren't the whitest. And he was the lead role. That really annoyed me. But I, um, I actually, like, was picturing, like, an SNL sketch in my mind when he first showed up. I'm like, picture, like, you're in uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, like, pitching this musical to somebody he's like i've got this genius musical like it's beautiful and it's about like this founding father that you don't know anybody about and he's this total hunk and all the girls love him and he's got beautiful eyes and like he can rap sing and like they're like oh my god this sounds great who do you think for the role like brad pitt (laughs) like (laughs) 
Colin Farrell, and he's like, "No, me, man." I have the complete. I have a different take than that. Really, Dude, I, think- I immediately it was the one of my first thoughts when I saw him come. I was like, "He's the lead guy." I think <laughs> without him being the lead guy, it wouldn't be as big of a play because he wrote it and started it, and it became the number one thing. Like, I actually wrote, took on a note. I said. This wouldn't be as interesting if the lead person didn't write it. Like, do you think because he did so well with it and he had more passion into it, or is it because you think everyone's like he wrote it, he acted, he did all this, so that's why it makes it completely like the best? No, I think because he did so well, and when I watch it, I'm just thinking, like, you see the guy on screen, it's like just thinking of how he's thinking and everything that's out there, like he thought of. Maybe not every move, but like he was involved in every decision. I have a lot more on why this is so personal for Alexander or Lin Manuel Miranda because I think there's a lot of him like kind of comparing himself to Alexander Hamilton, a lot of self indulgence. But uh, Dennis, I have a quick question for you. Do you think you like Moana, right? Yeah. Do you think it would have been better if he played Moana? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's pretty good though, right? Without him playing the lead role, right? Yeah, but not as good as Hamilton. I was going to say, but I think he likes I think he likes Hamilton better. So maybe that is the yeah. deciding factor. I, I'm not a, like a Moana guy, but I'll watch the movie and they have like a few good songs. And you can tell he has a very unique style. Like when it's a Lin-Manuel song, this is like rapping. Things are kind of not traditionally on beat, and whatever. Okay, one more quick question. Christopher Nolan has a movie coming out in 2026. It's like this really cool looking movie. And then all of a sudden they cut to the main lead and it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. And he's like, how do I solve this time crisis? I think (laughs) this is his 100% comfort zone. And I agree. Like when he was on Kirby Enthusiasm, I'm like, this. this, he was on it for a while and uh, didn't look good. Wasn't funny. So he's he's just built for Broadway. Yeah. That's it. For this role. I think even another play, I'd be like, why is Hamilton up there singing? So he's like, he's like Jerry Seinfeld. He could only, he could only play one thing. And then other than that, if he goes into anything else, he's just. That's true. He did kind of, he kind of pigeonholed himself. But then again, Jerry Seinfeld literally is Jerry Seinfeld. So that's. Yeah. Lin-Manuel is Lin-Manuel. Like he has a unique style and like, like the high, I, I took note of his high voice and when he sings in a high voice, it's like good. When he gets low and he's like sad, it sounds absolutely ridiculous. He has no range there at all. It's terrible. I I said it was like a bad karaoke performance. Um, My only other thing that I didn't like about this was I hate how it ends with Burr saying, I'm the damn fool who shot him. Like what kind of person would stand up there and call themselves a damn fool that shot him? Like that guy, like that doesn't make any sense. Because maybe some regret. Yeah. Well, I got a, I looked up Aaron Burr just to see what happened to him. And they said after he shot him, his whole career tanked and people like villainized him and they tried to charge him with murder. And like, he had no career after it. Oh, okay. So he's the, he feels like a fool for doing that. That makes sense. Okay. Well, Burr was definitely my favorite character. So let's continue on to the next part in New York. In New York, you can (laughs) be a new man. (laughs) In New York, Hamilton meets Aaron Burr. And his future revolutionary compatriots, John Lawrence, Lafayette, and Hercules. Burr advises Hamilton to be careful with his words, while Hamilton, Lawrence, Lafayette, and Mulligan dream of revolution. 
And then they go to the song Aaron Burser and My Shot. Uh, Aaron Burser's song oh, is by far my favorite. Best line of the whole play, musical, is you wait. It, they do the whole Aaron Burser, and he goes, uh-huh. I punched someone for money. And he's like, You punched a burser? You punched a burser? I just love that line. <laughs> I thought it was a little on the nose, but it is very clever. That's what I think a lot of, like a lot of the songs in this are just very clever. And it's kind of, I mean, yeah, it's kind of cheesy sometimes where you're like. But to get that, to work that in there so naturally, like that guy probably did punch a bursar at some point and like yeah. make it work. But uh, my, I think the best line in the whole thing is just talk less, smile more. I fucking, oh, yeah. I love that. I sing that all the time to myself. <laughs> I want to get a tattoo. That is good. Owen? Um, no, I, I, no comment, I guess. <laughs> I didn't. If, I felt like every single rap song was that, like, ever, these were high school kids that were trying to be rappers and make it big the whole entire time. I don't. Were and you listening to, the, brought, like, the lyrics? Yeah, they were the corniest things ever. <laughs> like, that Burser line I thought was so lame. Oh, my like, God. Oh I my love God. that line. Oh, I th- I thought it was all the like, one one after another after another. I was like, these are all. It all just sounded like a lamer Jurassic Five like cover band in high school trying to make good rap lyrics, and they're just like, let's throw, let's let's be high energy. They were all choir kids because like I. In in high school, I was in like a competitive choir that didn't do any like show things. So I know I, the only reason I'm saying that is because I was around these people every day in high school and they would have fucking loved Hamilton and it would have drove me nuts. They would have been sitting around the piano. Someone would have been playing it and be going <laughs> off in there. And those people would be like, we're cool, like the Hamilton guys. And I'm like, the Hamilton guys are probably the lamest people I know. So I, did, I didn't like any like and any of the music. It really just... Like it, dude, the whole thing... Five, I, a minute in, I was like, oh, shit, this is a play, not a movie. And then seven minutes in, I was like, I don't know. I thought that there was going to be some talking involved as well. Yeah. And it just... When he goes, talk there's not. less. That sounds like a talking part. <laughs> Funny enough, Owen, oh. I... I I had seen this and I still thought there was talking involved. Like I went back watching this thinking there was like Dude. talking in between, but no, there's no talking. Yeah. There's yeah, seven minutes in. I'm like, all right, well at least it's going to be short. <laughs> and then I looked, scrolled down and find that it's two and a half hours long. And I just was like, I don't know, set the tune really wrong. And it was really hard to pay attention to what was going on. Uh, just about every song. So I, I, I think you I think you went in wrong looking for a good song. Dude, I went in I went in like ready to go. First thing came out, I was like, "Oh, this is different. This would be all right." And after the second song, I couldn't even pay attention to it. I was like, "This is seriously so like annoying. They just keep going on and on about songs with bad bad rhyming." So, sorry to rain on everyone's parade. But we have it's okay. I, I'll get you. Ex- we'll get you excited about it. <laughs> I, don't think I uh, you will. Um, the couple of things that I just thought about these two songs was one. I didn't 
understand why Hamilton was obsessed with graduating so fast. Like the whole point was like, sir, how'd you graduate oh, so yeah. fast? Like why does, what's the difference between a year and three, like four years? There probably whatever. wasn't much of a uh, like party scene, you know, fifth year senior <laughs> yeah. type of stuff. I don't know. I just thought that was weird because like they made a point of saying that like four times during these two performances. Um, and then they cut to that Showtime scene. Have you, have you guys ever seen Showtime before? What do you mean Showtime? So. Oh, Showtime with Robert De Niro. Uh, no. Showtime. So what they're ref- <laughs> so what they're referencing is in New York City on the subway. There'll be these this group of like five to six kids who will bring a boombox and they call it Showtime. And the guys basically like they like jump on top of the railings and like climb and like basically do like these weird breakdancing performances. And it's called Showtime. Oh, OK. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, it's a very common thing. Like everybody in New York City has seen Showtime multiple yeah. occasions. Um, and then the last thing was just Lafayette. That guy's my, I think next to Burr, he's my favorite. And I hate that actor. Dolly yeah, I thought Diggs, you hated him. But this is such a good, it's such a good role for him though. When he's playing Lafayette. the French guy, he's yeah. nailing it. Je m'appelle Lafayette. Yeah, it's so good. I think that, God, man, the music's so good. I feel weird talking about it in front of <laughs> Owen. He's going to smack. Uh, I could leave. I feel bad that I came out so hard. I just, it's a strong I, opinion. I think. And I, I I can understand where some people like it, but Thanks. I just couldn't get Thank behind you. anything. <laughs> Dennis, did you have anything else on uh, Aaron Burser song? No, um, I I like the what you said, kind of with Lafayette and kind of the, 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 the like it's a different style of music. It's almost like Caribbean, I guess. <laughs> I'm not good at Caribbean <laughs> Indian music. Okay. <laughs> No, everybody has like a unique, different style of rapping and yeah. singing. It's it's a lot the of cool. cool and the coolest part I think about this whole musical is each person has their own song, and like it, the mm-hmm. what they say changes as the story progresses. Like I'm not gonna throw away my shot at the beginning means I'm not like I came here to be successful and be well known. I'm not gonna throw that away, and then at by the end it means I'm. Yeah, I'm going to shoot up in the sky or whatever, so where he does throw away a shot. So it's just, but each person has their own song, and they sing the same melody or, like, whatever. Eliza! Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it is really cool. Um, speaking of my shot, that's, like, where you kind of meet the three guys. And I did, like, the Hercules, Lafayette, Lorenz. Um, but I did hate the way they said... Let's get this guy in front of a crowd. Oh, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was like one of those self-indulgent moments of like Miranda speaking about himself. Like, yeah. Yeah. This guy's such a genius. He needs to be in front of a crowd. Nobody's ever said that about anybody. Yeah. It's, it's very, that's a very awkward part. There, there yeah. seems to be a lot of that where it kind of just ends on like an awkward line. And then everyone spins away in the darkness and <laughs> yeah, <does> something. Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of moments where you could tell uh, he's ta- he's singing about himself. Like I'm such a genius. Hamilton's a genius. Miranda's a genius. We are geniuses. Get the- get us in front of a crowd. <laughs> um, okay, next beat. This is where we meet Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy. Skyler, Dotties of Dotties, <laughs> Dotties and Zaddies, daughters of wealthy Zaddy General Philip Skyler. They explore New York amidst the Revolution. Hamilton and Eliza meet at a ball and fall in love. Angelica, the oldest sister, is also attracted to Hamilton, but steps aside for Eliza's sake. 
We have a few songs, the Skylar sisters, a winner's ball, helpless and satisfied. I really like the, not a lot. Who's the other sister? Eliza and Peggy. No, Angelica, Angelica song where she, remember that night? Remember that night? And it goes back and, and they basically, she hands off Hamilton to her sister, but you see the first scene and then it goes back to like what she was actually thinking. Damn, I'm, I'm so impressed by how much you guys can remember who sang what song and what's what. Oh, and I've I've seen the first hour of this like eight times. Oh, dude, I second hour of like one other. <laughs> I know. I feel like I feel bad that I re- like talk so bad about this. I feel I felt so guilty, and I just keep no, looking at Dennis's like wig, like him shaking, and I can't tell if he feels comfortable anymore. He's got to be sweating. <laughs> My it, it, the hair keeps going in my eyes. I feel like his whole demeanor changed since then, and his hair just keeps scrunching down by his face. So I feel bad that I, I gave that review, but I can't. I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to remember the songs that went on, and I can't pinpoint them. They all kind of they're all kind of jumbled together. Yeah, I like had to really pay thing. attention, yeah. and I have this like outline in front of me, which True. is helping, but. I mean, I, I did like these parts with the sisters. Um, just a few things that I thought was when I saw this in theater, some girl like who looked like she was from fucking Nowheresville, Kentucky, was wearing an and Peggy shirt. And I saw it like before the performance. I'm like, what does this mean? Oh, like, you know how they do that joke? Like, yeah. and Peggy. And I thought Peggy was going to like come out as this giant major character by the end of it. But no, she was just like referencing that one joke. She yeah. never comes back. And I was thinking about that too. And it's a perfect way to show before you even know what's happening, that he only cares about these two sisters and the other ones like who gives a shit about her. Like, cause Chloe when Kardashian. I first saw that, I'm like, why is, who cares about this other sister? I don't know. Yeah. Chlo- she's Khloe Kardashian. Yeah. That's the, that's the one that was kind of fat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. She's definitely um, has been known to be the ugliest of them all. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was watching the new thing. She's actually really pretty now. They, it's all the money, and they probably are all on yeah. Ozempic. And lost Ozempic, them. people keep talking about that. They lost weight, my... but they, they've been on it before it hit the mainstream. Well, sure. no, Because yeah, now, like, like, yeah, everyone... Ozempic's, everyone... like, newer. So she's, like, had, like, liposuction, I feel well, like. Well, that's what I'm saying. She probably knew about Ozempic years before, because now everyone's oh, taking yeah. it. Like... Dude, she might have invented that with a <laughs> ridicule. Ozempic is steroids and baseballs. Like we're gonna need to look back at all the Instagram posts from like these years and be like, these there's got to be an asterisk. Yeah, we got to take them out of the take them out of the MVP. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> you're not in them. the Hall of Fame anymore. You're not a Hall of Fame of hotties. Um, <laughs> she took Ozempic in 23. Yeah. Um, but the uh, there was this line in one of the songs where she kept going, "Daddy said we shouldn't go here." Dennis, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Daddy says we shouldn't go. I couldn't pinpoint. (laughs) It reminded me of something and I couldn't figure out what it is. And I thought was like, oh, is it the daddy wasn't there (laughs) to take me to the fair to change my underwear? Daddy wasn't there. I thought you were going to say sing Scotty doesn't know. (laughs) Oh, well, it's kind of. And I was first baptized when I was exercised and I was jazzercised. Daddy, <laughs> daddy wasn't there. <laughs> I when I realized it was though, it it reminded me of Annie. Um, when she goes, 
Daddy G says we get tricked. Oh yeah. Daddy G says we get kicked. But uh yeah, those are I, my only thoughts on this performance. I think Lynn Manuel is so smart and I think he that's a shout out to that that scene. Oh, uh, you think Annie, so? Maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. It might be. Do you think that uh when they when they're at a ball and all three girls are obsessed with him when he walks in the room. Do you think that's validated by his appearance of his actual self? <laughs> yeah, with his baggy eyes and greasy hair. <laughs> and I think they talk about his blue eyes. I don't think his eyes are blue. Well, I think that's the point. Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that oh, didn't right. look like <laughs> that's who true. they that's were. True. Did you just the eyes is what got you? <laughs> That's true. That's true. I thought they were all pretty close to their original yeah. source material. I mean, did you look up Alexander Hamilton in real life? He looks like a little like five year old boy. Dude, I looked him up, and he, he's more <laughs> handsome. He's more handsome than that guy. I was like, dude, he doesn't even look as good as the real Alexander Hamilton. That guy looked like a, a weirdo. I don't know what it was with the drawings back then, but it would be like it looks like a. 10 year old boy and then they put a old man's wig on him it looks like one of your ai arts dennis like things are yeah, um, all the drawings too smooth yeah i not to go off off uh i got go off into something else but there's been like uh what george washington would look like nowadays and there's a picture that looks i'm like damn that looks really accurate to him from the pictures but it still looks off from like the painting because the paintings always make people look weird. I don't know what I'm really trying to say, other than it's like people just sucked at painting back then. That's the problem. Oh, yeah. Well, they weren't oh, good at Oh, it. and re- regardless of that incoherent statement, <laughs> that is a perfect segue because our next. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, I'm theme. sorry for everyone about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing None of that connected. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys the pic. I want to see it. Uh, so then we go to General George Washington, the military leader of the American forces, if you guys didn't know that, enlist Hamilton as his aide-de-camp during the Revolutionary War. Hamilton marries Eliza. Meanwhile, the King of England, King George III, comments on the rebellion. Uh, songs, You'll Be Back and Right Hand Man. Dying is easy, living is harder. I, I love that line from George Washington. What? Um, so I have a few thoughts on George Washington. So I thought the next most underwhelming performance in the play or the musical was George Washington. Did you agree with that at all? Um, he definitely had the lower energy, but I wonder if that was on purpose, like where he was more serious. I have a few theories on it. So um, first of all, I saw the play in Cincinnati and the Washington was awesome. Like he was a super charismatic guy, like fit the bill of, the most famous probably guy in American history. Um, whereas like this guy in the performance on the original performance was just like very underwhelming, definitely not like the most attractive person on stage. And I learned that that was the co-writer along with Manuel Miranda. And he decided to cast himself as well. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. These guys are so full of themselves. dude. <laughs> oh man. That kind of like, we don't get an, we don't get enough recognition. We got to be out there with the crew. I don't know, man. Yeah. If I wrote this play and like all the songs, I would put myself how in it too. the exhilaration he's feeling when he's out there. It's just like, you would think like you, when you get Washington again, that's gotta be a real big performance. Like this is freaking Washington. And then he's like kind of this chubby guy. Who's, I don't know. There's just a lot better people out there. 
but yeah, I forget. I can't remember when I saw it because it was like maybe three years ago. Who, how the people were, but I, I had a very similar. They must have been similar to the actual play because I there's no one that I'm like, whoa, that person's completely different, you know. Um. Oh, and I, I would at least hope this won you back a little bit when King George comes in, Dennis's costume. A message from that was my a message. That was my that part was awesome. That was my favorite part of the whole whole play. Uh, is when the king came out, and yeah, is that what you're asking if I could back that? Yeah. yeah. So he like uh, that. That must have gotten you a little excited. It did. I was like, all right. So now we, I was like, now we got some different action going on. There's not just people dancing in the background doing the same movements and weird rapping. The guy that came out, did he slobber on purpose? Yeah, on purpose because they do it in the play too. I remember that in the play. Well, that is the play, right? In the in oh, real you're life. saying like they do it every time. Do you think that he did it once and then they're like, "You got to keep doing that." I think it's written. Okay, because his lips came out when we were watching. Sarah's like, his lips are so glossy. <laughs> She's like, why are they so glossy? So I think they were just trying to make you fixate on his lips, so you're looking at it, so that way you could see him slobber. Oh, and everywhere. do you know who that? Have you seen that? That's probably the most besides. Lynn Manuel. Now I feel like that's the most famous guy in that. I'm staring at his face right now in a picture I took. I don't know the answer to that. I can't, that I can't tell. He's in the show is. Netflix show Mindhunter. Oh, that's Mindhunter. <laughs> oh, is he the the main? Yeah, the, yeah, the, the two detectives, guy. but he's the other one. Yeah, the damn that fucking show. It was. was I need to finish that. The fact that they ended that. The second crazy. season was so good too. Unrelated, the the next season of True Detective is supposed to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. Third season was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. It's supposed to be like they're bringing back a lot of the stuff from the first, and Jodie Foster never acts, and they're like bringing her in. But anyways. he's um, Wait. Yeah. That that guy, too. He's also the voice of Kristoff in Frozen, which I don't know if you've seen that, but I've seen it a lot. I haven't seen that either. (laughs) I haven't seen that. I think the boys were too – I've known them – when they were too old to actually watch that. I don't know if they watched it when they were younger. I just also so I don't think it was a boy movie. I think it was a girl movie for the most part. Frozen 2 is really good. I actually get chills. The one scene at the end when she's riding her horse and she's like just broken free from her, the shackles of. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm sure it, I'm sure yeah. it is amazing. Like any Disney movies oh, yeah. out there, they're, they're not good. bad movies. They're always great. So they're, I just haven't. Frozen 2 exponentially it, better so. than Frozen 1. Book it. Kev, next. Okay. No, dude, that's a good soundbite. Clip that right Clip now. That's Clip a good. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good mic drop. Um, no, there was a couple of things I just had. Like that King George performance is obviously like very funny, entertaining, very traditional Broadway. Um, there was just a couple other things like that in, Did- in the Right Hand Man. Uh, no, in a Winner's Ball, Lin Manuel Miranda does a stanky leg at one point, oh, and yeah. I hated that. I don't like that. Just another. Cr- There's a lot of cringiness. Like you have to look past. Did Did you like the line? <laughs> I wrote this down. I must have liked this line. A d ba do bat do. I don't know what you're talking about. A d ba do bat do. You wrote that. You wrote that down. Can you give us how you I spelled said, all of it out? A d ba do. Like a Scooby Doo. Take a screenshot <laughs> so we can post it on Instagram. Yeah, screenshot <laughs> your lyrics of how you wrote wrote. I just wrote I just thought out. of Scooby Dooby Doo. A dee ba doo bat doo. Okay, but uh, 
Then this that's how deep Miranda goes. <laughs> he thinks of Scooby Doo. <laughs> He's, He's like, how can I man. incorporate that? You don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in the song "Help Us," I really like the part where they go to the groom, to, to the, the groom, groom, to the, the bride, to the bride, to my sisters. That reminded me of like Les Mis, which is like another great like musical. Oh yeah, I love Les um, Mis too. Yeah, and that definitely was like. Red, the blood of angry men. That was actually on my list, too, if Hamilton didn't pan out. I think you might enjoy that one a little bit better, Owen. I feel like I was going to say, I think that would have been the better pick. Like, that one has lasted, like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, where Hamilton probably won't look very good in 2056. 24. Yeah. When you're... so did Le- Les Mis, do they actually talk and is there like a plot behind it? There's yeah. a plot in this. Yeah. Singing. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, it's just like, why are they, why are these songs on shuffle? They don't make any sense. <laughs> Dude, they were just one after another, the same shit. And they're on the spinning little CD disc or the, the record player on the stage. Oh, it's like these kids and their rap yeah. music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, really, the kids yeah, are like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that guy's got it. he's got direction he knows where he is going yeah okay so let's get to the next thing there was a song satisfied too You'll but i don't think satisfied. i had anything on that Did you, i one of my favorite songs is when the guy's reading the king's messenger is reading the um the note or whatever i forget how the song goes the scroll scroll but i do hate a part in it where they're like hamilton destroyed this dude there are a lot of parts like that that you have to just kind of look past (laughs) okay um so next beat lawrence dies in a duel hamilton and burr both become fathers hamilton assists in drafting the u.s constitution and authors the majority of the federalist papers to promote its ratification a couple songs or a few songs that come in are wait for it stay alive 10 dual commandments dear theodosia and nonstop how crazy is it that to be, I mean, a lot of this is probably right place, right time. And like who you know, I guess that's how all life works. But that you were the one that wrote the Declaration of Independence or helped do it and found this whole entire country. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, how, like how the fuck, did, where do they know to start with that? I don't get it. <laughs> I know. And they're like, yeah, yeah I'll do it. They go home, they're like, it's like I'll, I'll do this part. <laughs> Yeah, there's no like Word doc template that they can just like pull open and just like Google Declaration of Independence examples. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be tough from scratch. Um, so the ending of the song, wait for it. You guys probably didn't feel the same emotion as I did, but I because I love that Burr character. It kind of ends like with a mic drop moment from him. And uh, it just like when he it ends on stage with like a blackout on him. And it reminded me so much of an SNL performance. Just like this really cool light. I don't know. It's just a sweet scene. Wait for I, I, it. Wait for it. Yeah. That's a good song. It starts slow, but then by the end of it, you're like, damn, this is good. The Burr guy was a good singer. I, I agree, though. I think Aaron Burser, um, my favorite actor behind. I like Lin-Manuel, so I'm not going to remove that take. Um, so then they do the song stay alive, which is like in reference, reference to duels and stuff. And then they go through the 10 duel commandments Number one. And, uh, yeah. What do you, do you remember them no, at all? I just don't. Number two. 
Oh, that, that's really smart, Dennis. <laughs> do you think you can do what's all text? <laughs> yeah, what's the next number? <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Imagine if it was the ABC <laughs> commandments. Do you think you could handle that? Number A. A. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I did have a serious question for you guys. I don't know if you guys want this on pod so we can delete it if you guys don't feel comfortable answering it, but I'm pod. Okay. I'm, I'm pod. I'm pod. <laughs> That's great. That's, That's hilarious. We need to start use. doing that more. On pod is a good merch. <laughs> um, all right. So my question for you guys is, and like, again, you don't have to answer this cause it's kind of serious and personal, but, have you guys ever been in a duel? Dennis, <laughs> let's start with you. Oh. <laughs> My grandma listens by now, man. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck. Um... <laughs> You don't have right, to not, answer it. I refuse to answer that. <laughs> oh, oh, insane. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah I'm, I'm in a legal battle where I can't discuss it. right now. <laughs> Guy's yeah, really yeah. far away. <laughs> legal duels. So. I, I was just thinking a lot during this. It's like, yeah, the, these duels don't happen as much as they used You don't to. hear about them anymore, Kev. Mainstream <laughs> yeah. media doesn't cover yeah, them. The, it's the NDAs. It's all the NDAs. I, it is crazy um, that that was like legal. You could just, <laughs> dude. I know. Like, how bored do you have to? Bored and confident do you have to be? Like, dude, I would see any fucking action. Yeah, yeah I'll and, take you on. And I'll why would you, you ever go there and shoot your gun in the air? Like, is that a thing people did where they they both shoot their gun in the air? It's crazy. It, it is just wild that that was like a real normalized thing and i think this is like the first thing i've ever seen that kind of explained it like there's a lot of like tradition and like unwritten rules about duels like like this is last case scenario like you're not really supposed to go through with it like i don't know just a weird thing that a weird part of history um there are so many songs that we miss before this plot line gets into act two um i'm just gonna rifle through these and dennis and owen tell me if you have any of these songs so it's Meet Me Inside. That would be enough. That would be enough. That's where the, I, I think that's where the look around. Look around, look around. Oh, my only thought about that was that Eliza, that Eliza actress, did she have like really chubby cheeks? I think she has a big head. Just strong, strong jawed. Like lots of Botox is what I was thinking. Like, uh, I don't know. I think she's just she built She kind of like looks that. like, have you ever seen A Thousand Pound Sisters? I know Owen has. Because he said he watched it in the whale. <laughs> that point, dude. If this this poor girl ever heard this, she's built like a like thousand the same pound head. sister. Like a, a thousand been... pound sister was really thinny, <laughs> skinny. She's just, really thinny. She's really thinny. Um, My girl is thinny. Like <laughs> thinny. Yeah. On pod and thinny are just like two good takeaways. Um, Keep it thinny, baby. I just want to record. The girl's cute, but like she just had like a very like. Kev, you got a girlfriend. Chill. I, I know, I know, I know. 
Uh, chill, chill, chill. All right, and then there's Guns and Chips, which is a Dawi Diggs song, which Dawi Diggs like reminds me so much of Drake. He's just kind of like a cornier Drake when he what's is that up guy's there. real name? Dawi Diggs. No way. <laughs> there's no way that's his real name. Yeah, it is. No, that's his. Oh, stage is it? Oh no. Oh, what's his? Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I thought you meant like what's his like yeah. Oh, good question. <laughs> Dowie Diggs. His Dowie. parents named him Dowie Diggs. Dowie D A V. It's like David. It's like a fancier version of David. D A. Oh, it's like a five year old can't. It's like a five year old can't say sorry. Dowie. No, it's Dowie. It's a it's a normal name. It's. That's how my kids say sorry. Dow, you're right. Dowie. Dowie. <laughs> okay all right continue history has its eyes on you yorktown what comes next dear theodosia any of these songs no never heard of them oh the only thing i thought was there was a part where um lin-manuel miranda comes back in and i i finally figured out what it reminded me of like him like casting himself it's like have you ever seen a seth mcfarland thing where he puts himself in the lead role oh yeah and he's just like it's like he doesn't look right like it's just like he's not meant to be on camera he's meant to be behind the scenes yeah that's a really good point like he's very talented very funny but like he has something about yeah, his just appearance stay, just stay out of the camera man. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be in the camera find someone else yeah, it's like his it. voice doesn't match his body and he's just his his body. I think maybe he's had a lot of plastic surgery, but he just doesn't have like an expression that like it requires to be <laughs> he had an actor. Plastic surgery, and they don't fix his eyes. I was talking about Seth MacFarlane. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think he has for sure. Like he looks like a freaking plastic man. Um, and then they do nonstop, which made me think. I wish it was that Drake song. Um, yeah. And then we're then we're done with Act One. Nice. I was shocked that the intermission was not the end. <laughs> I knew it didn't end, but I was just like, holy shit. Was there anything in the first act, Owen, that you enjoyed? I laughed a little bit at the king. But honestly, it was so hard for me to get into to actually even follow the plot line at all. I didn't understand the plot line until I read it. I was just like, dude, I am not trying to pay attention to all of these weird him trying to force a rhyme to match, to meet the song, to do the whole entire thing. It was just, yeah, I no, I do agree too, too much. I, I watched it with Lisa again, at least the first half. And she's like, how could anyone understand the plot? The first time you see it, like this is, I've seen it probably all the way through only twice, but the first half, at least I've seen like 10 times. And yeah, I, I honestly, this is the first time I probably fully understood the plot. So it took like a lot of times to watch it, but definitely the first time, especially if you're thrown off and like, don't realize it's a real play. Sure. I think I, I wish I maybe knew what I was getting myself into before I went into it. It was a Sunday night and it was like late and I was like, all right, we're throwing this on. And I thought it was going to be enjoyable and it was super hard to follow. So it was like, I didn't like the songs. And if you don't like the songs and you can't follow the plot, I don't know what you can really grasp onto. Yeah. I just imagine you fair? fuming like fuck the whole time. Fucking god damn it. Fuck. I think Sarah Sarah was probably more mad than I was. Not mad. She not we neither of us were mad. We just like, ah, uh, this is 
insufferable. I think Book of Mormon could could win you over on a musical. Oh, and that is the one that is just like that's that's fair. Like I think that might happen. I didn't absolutely hate La La. Land. I was gonna say you love Gosling. That's the probably the only reason why I could look past it. <laughs> it's because it had Gosling in it. But this, I've like I Greece is probably like my least favorite of all time. And then I watched this and I was like, this like has zero talking. So I think that this is worse. Do you like any movies with some sort of singing that no. is supposed to carry on the plot? No, not at all. Like I very, and I will give it a shot. I've given musicals a shot and then I just keep trying and about five, 10 minutes in, I'm like, God, this is I'm, so I'm guessing tough. your show choir background really fucked you up. That I probably, wasn't in like, show choir. <laughs> but you probably dealt with some box. of those kids, though. No, you dealt with some of those That's kids. what I was saying. All day long, I dealt with those kids. And it's they're the least Fuck. cool people in the world. All right, let's get an act two. The act opens with the introduction of Thomas Jefferson, who returned from France to become Secretary of State. Hamilton is now the Secretary of the Treasury. Jefferson and Hamilton have heated debates about the financial future of the country. Some songs, What I Miss, and Cabinet Battle Number 1. I will say, first off, I hated that they had people playing multiple roles. Because Dobby Diggs was great as Lafayette, and he wasn't nearly as good as Thomas Jefferson. Worst song of the whole musical is, What Did I Miss? I hate that (laughs) song so much. It got like really jazzy at this part. Yeah, right? it like, felt yeah. like a New Orleans like jazz yeah. band. I did think the cabinet battles were way less cordy than they had they could have been. Like I thought those were really entertaining, the rap battles. Yeah. But when when Hamilton was rapping, he reminded myself doing that fucking Kendrick Lamar impression just like <laughs> it's like not right. Like something's just a little bit oh. off about it. Um, and then my other thing was just like, was his hair really greasy the entire time or did it get greasier as the musical went on? I think there, when you have the lights shining on you, you're sweating a little bit. It's like perspirating. It's got to get sweatier unless he went during intermission and just (laughs) threw some grease on and had had it back out. He's like, I am not shining enough. Not enough people are noticing me. I wrote this play. I did all the songs. He's like, look up up in the sky. Stars shine. I need to be noticed. Well, the first half, he had a ponytail, and then the second half. Oh, that's why it stood out to me in the second half. Okay, that makes sense. Anything else during that, like with the introduction of Jefferson, Dennis? Um, I don't know much about Thomas Jefferson, but they definitely portray him to like be kind of an a-hole. I feel like they do kind of an idiot Southerner. And yeah, like, or just like, he, what did I miss? The whole revolutionary war. Oh, like, uh, right. Like them becoming a country and you come in and like, think you're really smart, which I, he probably is smart. I don't know. Enough There's a lot history. of current negative energy around Thomas Jefferson just because, like, he's a slave owner and had, like, all those scandals and stuff. So I think they, like, probably went into that. Like, we're not going to write him as, like, a redeeming person. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the next beat then. Hamilton succumbs to temptation and begins an affair with Maria Reynolds, which leads to a scandal that tarnishes his reputation. Burr begins to politically maneuver for his own gain. George Washington decides not to run for a third term and gives his farewell address. Songs take a break, say no to this, the room where it happens, one last time. I just, my first note was say no to this. I said, this song sucks and Hamilton is canceled. <laughs> How could I say no to this? 
I think that was one of the ones where he was like really trying to sing in the low voice and oh, it just yeah. didn't work. <laughs> like I do like when he's rapping and singing high, but the low voice doesn't work. The the room where it happens though, that song definitely grows on me by the end. Because they, they mention it a lot more. Question. When you guys saw it live, who played Hamilton? It's just some like random actor you've never Were seen. Were they before. better than him? Yes. Singing wise and all that? Yeah, probably. Dennis, um, did you enjoy that better or do you just you love that I would guy rather see Lynn Lynn. Just because he's famous or because you think he's better? Because I feel like when I watched the first because I've seen before I saw the play in person, I saw the clip of him doing it, and then I watched it on YouTube a few times. But I feel like the guy playing it in Cleveland was just trying to act like him. So I'm like, oh, he's just playing Lynn, who's playing Hamilton. Okay, yeah, you already said that, so sorry. I forgot. As annoying as he that, is, but... it's hard to imagine this without him, and I don't think it could work without him. It's yeah. just... Gosh, it could. Just someone that looks a little bit better. But same same talent. There's so many people in Broadway that they could have just been like, anyone, <laughs> you can play it. You're a great singer. You got this. Um, so this is where I noted that like act two got very jazzy. Like there's a lot of like jazz hands and like, and it reminded me that scene reminded me of the mask, you know, when he's doing like the, um, what does he do? What song is that? I'm a beat. Yeah. And I was thinking they should do on Broadway. They should do the the mask, the musical, or mask, the maskical. Would that be good? <laughs> I would see that. I would see that too. That would be a sick musical. Or like, an, yeah, any sort of 90s comedy. They have a Beetlejuice musical that's out now. And in my research, I saw that they did a, um, they did a mix-up, a mashup of uh, Beetlejuice and My Shot Hamilton. Man, that Deo part must be so good in the musical oh yeah day daylight come and i want to go home um oh and do you like beetlejuice i haven't seen it in a long time it, it weirds it gives me i don't know it's, it's, Tim it's like anxiety driven same guy that did uh edward scissorhands then i love it <laughs> <laughs> i did everything right and they indicted me no, I don't, I don't think I'd, I would actively try to watch Beetlejuice again. So, no, I think Edward Scissorhands is way better than Beetlejuice. What's your favorite, like, obscure genre? I, I don't even, I, I don't know how to answer that. Give me an example <laughs> of obscure genre. I mean, I would think, like, like Lost River. Like, it seems like like, like that I kind of movie. didn't love that movie. <laughs> if we want to get back <laughs> Kevin, to Lost Kevin. River... <laughs> I had to listen to you, you talk got about enough, it for 25 minutes. I was going to say, you got enough sound bites to see my actual take on the movie. Yeah, I don't know Obscure. Like, that's that's tough. I loved Edward Scissorhands. That was a really good movie. And stuff that's similar to that, but not Beetlejuice. Are you, you got to um, do something different. Are you like a Wes Anderson head? No, because I, I, I don't like Grand Budapest, Budapest Hotel. I don't. I liked I like the idea of liking his stuff, but yeah. it's there's it's just too I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, yeah, I feel the same way. There there's people that are obsessed with him and I think he's just kind of boring. I think his I think the his shots are beautiful and like it looks very good. Like visually it like it's very appealing, but the like the acting storyline some of it is yeah, just it doesn't click. I feel like there's just no emotion 
to it. I and I know it, that's it's the way very tongue in cheek. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's, it's like, laugh out loud funny though. Like his some of his movies, like I laugh out loud at. Like I, re- I re- I'm very interested in seeing Asteroid. Was it Asteroid City or Asteroid? Yeah, I saw yeah. that. I was about to say Astro World, but that's that's uh, <laughs> that's Travis the... Scott Astro World. We got our intro song. <laughs> <laughs> I was I w- I really do want to see that. I I honestly think I see all of his movies though. As they come out, they like they're intriguing to me, but they're never over the top, something that I truly enjoy. Moving on one last time is like that song where Washington is like saying goodbye and he's like, has a drink. Like he asks Hamilton to have a drink with him. And do you guys ever picture Washington as a drinker partier? Mm. Isn't that weird to like imagine? Like I, I never, like you learn about him in the history books and you never think about him having a drink. I mean, I don't, I've never thought about it. We'll put it that way. Now that you're trying to make me think about it, I, I could. I guess everyone probably just drank. Yeah, but maybe they also didn't because church. <laughs> I don't. I don't know his religion and what their like thoughts are on it, and I don't know how great it was. Think about alcohol is one of the only drinks you could just leave out on a counter and for months and not have to worry about it. So Dude, I, I leave true. milk out all the time. It's totally <laughs> fine. <laughs> Chewing on it. <laughs> so I think people drank that a lot back then. That makes sense. Yeah, lo- big shelf life. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, big shelf life. <laughs> they got that real big one. Huge, huge shelf life. I can't do a Trump. I would kill to do a Trump. You sounded you sounded like a, a boss. You sounded like Larry David. I can't oh. do I can't do the huge. I can only do I did everything right and they indicted me. <laughs> it is good. I'd stick with that one. That's yours. All right. And then they do uh I Know Him, which is another King George song, which is really good. And then they do the Adams administration, right? Because they're like making fun of John John Adams, kind of calling him an idiot. So uh, I might watch. There's a series that was on HBO with uh, Paul Giamatti about uh, called John Adams for one season, and it's critically acclaimed. Did anybody watch that White House Plumbers show? <laughs> I no. never heard anybody talk about it. I, this is, it is the first time I heard of it. I don't know. I don't know anything it's, about it. Um, Justin Theroux right? and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Is it good? Oh, shit. I don't know. I, I have heard of that. Yeah, I, it's just like nobody watched it. They watched everybody Damn, watches like, every other HBO show, but not that one. It's like we got a podcast that we can. Yeah. Potentially... yeah. Maybe we are the ones. Okay. When Hamilton is accused of embezzling government funds, he publishes the Reynolds pamphlet to refute the charges admitting to his affair, but maintaining his financial integrity. The public confession devastates his wife, Eliza. Songs, We Know, Hurricane, The Reynolds Pamphlet, and Burn. Why does that storyline remind me of something else that happened recently? Like where somebody admitted to doing something else to prove that they didn't do something illegal. What is that from? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't that sound familiar, though? I guess there's been situations of that where people try to like revert. You're being blackmailed. I don't know. You're like being blackmailed already and then... You're getting blackmailed again, and you just come out and admit it all to take the power away from them. Yeah, like you have a tricky alibi. Like my alibi is going to get me in more a different kind of trouble, but not like put me in jail. Yeah. I don't uh, understand why Eliza was so pissed that she was getting cheated. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> it was a bad joke. Okay. I didn't get. I, I couldn't. Didn't know who Eliza was. Angelica. 
Eliza. Eliza. And Peggy. <laughs> They're the, what's the name? Cut, Cutler sister? What are they? Uh, Skyler sisters. Skyler. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I don't have too many notes on any of those songs. The Burn one is with Eliza. And it, it made me wonder, who is your favorite female cast member in the musical? I think Angelica. Just I like her songs the best. Yeah. Eliza was a really talented singer. But yeah. Angelica had a little bit more like passion and I like, just the the thousand pa- the, who's the thousand pound sister? That was Eliza. Her <laughs> Yeah, she was very good, like Broadway singer traditional. I and I do like when she screamed when her son died. And then also like the very end, where she, it's basically showing her like dying and entering heaven. And she screams. I I don't know. I felt that. I liked it. I guess I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> I I mean I've only picked up on it because I was, yeah, watched it a lot. Um. Okay. I would be curious to hear your favorite male cast member, but I'll save that question for later. So then we get into tragedy strikes when Hamilton's eldest son Philip dies, defending his father's honor in a duel. Hamilton and Eliza reconcile in the shared grief. I will note that there's probably my favorite theatrical moment during this part of the musical. Curious if you could guess what it is, Dennis. The uh, bullet. So yeah, yeah. The during the duel, they do a slow motion scene. I'm like, how the fuck did they do this? And they use that rotating stage yeah. to make everything happen. It was so freaking cool, and to see that live was amazing. Honestly, the stage, like, yeah, seeing that live, and they're walking and talking, and you're like, holy shit. This is a play, but they look like they're actually like walking through a city and talking. And so inventive. I yeah. wonder if that's like around or if that's just the first time I've seen it or if that's like brand new. Do you feel like it did well versus live and on video? It, it did well on both. I think it was way more impressive to see it live though. Just oh, yeah, like yeah. I think I was going to say because in sure. video you don't okay. see you only get one view when you're live, so you like see their whole body. In video, you're seeing just a lot of their above their chest or whatever and in video like there's this underlying thing where you know they could just slow it down if they wanted to with editing but like live you're like holy shit they're live editing this thing it's very yeah i distinctly remember that like the slow motion part where i'm like this looks like a the matrix like the way that they're like a bullet's flying slow and everything like that um they did this they reprise stay alive and then we get to the presidential election of 1800 results in a tie between Aaron Burr and Thomas Jefferson. Hamilton endorses Jefferson, leading Burr to challenge him to a duel. Burr fatally shoots Hamilton. Songs, the election of 1800, your obedient servant, the world was wide enough. I kind of glossed through all three of these on the rewatch. I the I I do love the ending scene where he's getting shot and they basically go through the whole play again. I'm like, kind of touch on every single song yeah and they do all the eliza yeah rise up and like yeah that's really cool yeah i i I don't know it's it's a it's a very it the whole play feels like one song it's very beautiful and repetitive and like done so well i would i need to listen to it more because it's really cool it's it's honestly good music to put on while you're working owen i know you're going to uh (laughs) put it on shuffle and just listen no All right, let's close this out. The final scene centers on Eliza, who survives her husband by 50 years. She dedicates herself to preserving Hamilton's legacy, founding the first private orphanage in New York City, 
and telling Hamilton's story. The song is Who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story. Dennis, why don't you go ahead and explain the story of Hamilton and uh, just wrap it up for us. Um, Sorry, that's kind of a confusing prompt for you. I guess it's just like explain your thoughts and what you took yeah, away from I, it. Yeah, I think I didn't know much about him. He's on the $10 bill, which I guess he did a lot to be on the right $10 bill. That sounds right. Yeah. So I think it's just – I think him getting shot – is what made him on the ten dollar bill. Also, I think he it's it's like he died early because they talk about it in the songs how every other founding father got to grow old and he was like one of the first. He died younger than a lot of them, but I think it it mainly came down to integrity. Even though he cheated on his wife, but he came back to admit it, and he seemed like to be a man of integrity. That was like his main sort of thing. Do you think he's kind of like a Tupac? Where like I think he is. I think he is. I think if he yeah. didn't get shot. Yep, that's the best thing to do for your career. It is. is die. <laughs> die early, die young, do something, and then it's the best thing that your legacy will live on forever. Yeah, like so. Aaron Burr was actually vice president, and he just faded. Well, I didn't know about him till this play, but I've heard of Alexander Hamilton, the bastard, the orphan, the son of the whore, and Scotsman, dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean. So did you enjoy this recent watching, Dennis, or was it just more of the same? The first hour I I really liked, and then it, and then I fell asleep, and then like I've been <laughs> just watching it in twenty minute increments throughout the day. So just how it was intended. <laughs> it's too long. It's too long. It's too long, man. Get get in an hour. You can put all that in an hour. But once you watch it once, and then you can kind of just go back and play the music without paying attention. It's good. Oh, and did you did you have anything like you really took away from it, or just didn't like it? I already said. My, I think I already like rested or said my piece. Maybe <laughs> the best way to say it. <laughs> at least now, like when people talk about it, you at least know what the fuck they're talking about. You must be a little bit yeah, like. Yeah, but I, I never, I never wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted that clout. I liked the idea of being like, yeah, I never fucking watched that. Why not? And I'd be like, because I, I don't want to. My thoughts were just uh, overall, like Hamilton can never live up to the hype that it had from like its big buzz. But after seeing it once and seeing it again, like I, I have enjoyed it way more than I could have ever imagined myself enjoying it, despite like having an absolute hatred towards Lin-Manuel Miranda. So it's a really good end of the night. Put it on like. <laughs> watch it for an hour you really you are really dying by that like how many times you watch this at night there's a lot like yeah you just come home or you're just been are you yeah i'm usually first or do you come no i'm usually at home and like lisa go to bed and i'm like what do i watch oh and it's kind of like getting home and just like throwing on heavenly father like a little concert (laughs) performance that you like that bon iver or or lost what's the ron gossing one lost translation lost river lost river (laughs) I will say with 20, what, 47 songs, Dennis, it's it's different probably every time you put it on, even though you go only the first. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's always first, the same. Uh, half. Yeah. Because it's, it's only the first half. <laughs> and you're singing the same part. Hour, yeah. The only um, part that I has been stuck in my head is, I don't know how it goes, but how they introduce him as Alexander Hamilton, a bastard. How does blah, it blah, blah. I have a few uh, karaoke performances with that. Dennis, do you have any video recording of that? I think I do, yeah. We'll have to throw those on Instagram. Um, 
Okay. Does it get actual any praise or do people? Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. It crushes. Yeah. Damn. People love it, Owen. It crushes. You're missing off the stage. I'd be like, get something different. Um, but I do have a pick for this week, but I don't know if I should save it until because just to announce officially, we are going to be seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer opening weekend, so we're going to be doing a pod for that. Um, should I save my pick? Save your pick for the next week. So yeah. let's just do our pick as Barbie. What are you guys looking forward to? Life in plastic. It's fantastic. 